All right, we're back with another edition of the Gentile Life Podcast, and man, oh man, what a week it's been. Hope you're having a good week. Uh, it was definitely uh, a fun week for us here at the Gentile household, and as my girls continue to get older, it just becomes more entertaining, mainly for my oldest one, Claire, because some of the things that she says just cracks me up, and I can't help but just look at her and go, yeah, you're you're going to be a problem when you get older. And I don't mean like in a bad way where she's going to be a bad kid. She's just not going to shut up. She's, she's a talker. Like she chats like crazy. Now here's the thing. I'm a talker, but in reality though, I mean, I, I was pretty good about not getting in trouble for talking in school. Now my wife, on the other hand, she probably did. I don't know, but um, it's just, it's really fun to see, a lot of like her developing her own thoughts and her personality and just <laughs> just saying some of the things that make you go, what are you talking about? And then, of course, I have my youngest, Emma, who basically just grunts at you still, just goes, uh, 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 uh. that's all she does is, uh, 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 uh. and then, you know, she'll be like, mommy, daddy, Peppa, puppy. Like, I mean, she says words, but. You know, Claire does all the talking for the both of them, <laughs> for the both of them, it seems like. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It's just it's just entertaining. But uh, we're back with the new episode. And, yeah, I'm a little late on posting it just because life gets a little busy. So I post when I can. But there was something that came on the radio uh, toward the tail end of last week that I just I thought was interesting. Now. I don't think I heard it correctly or I didn't obviously I didn't hear the whole story, but I heard enough of it where I just thought to myself, like, oh, my God, are we are we really going like, well, actually, I shouldn't say it this way. I'm not surprised we're going in this direction, but they were talking about how a lot of some bands, not maybe not all bands, but they were talking about how bands are considering doing more live stream concerts than touring. You know, because, and, and again, I didn't hear the whole story, but the, the only thing I could think of is that it means that, you know, for the, you know, they're not on the road, they can be spend more time with their families and then people can just enjoy the concert at home. And I remember saying to myself, and if you have kids in the car or you're listening to this with kids around, I need you to just make them go away because I'm about to just say what I said. I just remember going, what the fuck? Like, seriously? Like, People like I, I just I don't get it. I don't get it. Like we as I, I've been saying this forever. Not maybe not here on the podcast, but I've been saying this forever. Is the internet when it first came out? I remember everybody's like everything's at the touch of your fingers. You know, like it's there. Like you don't have to go to the library. You don't have to look up newspaper articles. You know, you you don't have to physically leave your house. You can literally type on a keyboard and search for information and find everything you need and i you know and at the time you're thinking man that, that's pretty cool especially for me where, where i'm still in school and i gotta write all these damn papers and all i gotta do is i can get all this information online where i don't have to go look through a million books in card catalogs you know to try to find the book and then you know ugh, it's just, it's, it was a pain in the ass let me tell you that and so you know at the at the time you know and again this is mid to late nineties is when the internet really became like bigger than what it was, you know, cause I know, I know the internet's been around for longer than that, but it was when it really started to expand. Anyways, I'm not going to get into that. So 
I just, I remember that happening and thinking to myself like, okay, man, this is cool. You know, you can do all these things. You can chat with people online, you know, cause now you're not doing it on the phone. You can chat and type things up and, and everything else. But as time has gone by and then you have social media added to it and, you know, then with Google and Yahoo and, you know, what was it? Bing and Amazon, it just, it now we're slowly getting to, or not even, actually, I can't even say that anymore. We're not slowly, we're there. We're there to a point where human interaction has been gone for a long time, you know, and people don't like to interact with other people anymore. And this isn't a millennial thing or a, um, uh, gen X thing, or just, you know, gen, uh, Z and all this is everybody like everybody as a society, human society, this is how we are going now. It is, I'd rather do everything from my home with the touch of a button from my phone or my laptop or computer, or whatever, than go out and go do anything. The human interaction is gone. It's gone. Now, I, I, I think I remember a while back when the pandemic first started, people were talking about how maybe we start doing teaching virtually all the time. And I thought, that is the dumbest thing in the world. Because how are kids going to be able to socialize? Because if they can't socialize when they're younger, when they get older, those are the people that are going to be running this country. And we're screwed. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. We'd be screwed. So... And, and, and for anybody that's like, oh, oh what, what's the thing the kids say? Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. Okay, first of all, little shits. I ain't a boomer, okay? Far from it. I'm not millennial either. I'm not Gen X. Like, I'm literally in that group in between. I think uh, that's always the biggest argument. It was like, well, you were born in 81, so you're a, you're, you're a millennial. It's like, the fuck I am? I am not a millennial, okay? And I argue this all the time because... I'm fortunate, like people born, I would say from 80 to 81, all the way to, I'd say roughly 84, 85 or hell, even probably 87, 88, you know, just anybody born in the eighties themselves, you know, 89 is toward the tail end. You're about to hit the nineties Eh, you don't know what the eighties were like, but I remember what the eighties were like. I grew up in it. Now, granted, I was a kid. So did I fully understand? No, but I remember going outside and playing. Now, video games started becoming a big thing, but again, you're gathering with your friends. You have a group of friends that would go over to a buddy's house to play a game. Like, if they had the newest game, like, I remember when I had Contra, holy crap, man, I had friends over all the time, and we were playing Contra. And then when you get Super Nintendo, you know, you're playing Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, and then the N64 was Goldeneye. You know, I was always at my buddy's house playing gold. Like you still gathered. It was still a gathering together of people. But because now of everything being online, people play online. Oh, but you can see them. You're on this. It's the, the human interaction is a very important thing. It's 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 so important in society, and we're and we've lost it, and it's continuing to go in that direction. So when I heard about the whole bands looking to live stream more than do actual concerts i thought jesus like what is happening like i i get the convenience of it but i feel like people are sacrificing convenience over the downfall of society and that's just my opinion 
that's just my thought. I feel like that if we continue to go down this path, things are going to, I hope I'm dead and gone before like it gets to that point. I really do. But it's just, it, it's just, it's sad to see. It's sad to see that we rely so heavily on technology that a lot of people have forgot what it's like to actually have a conversation with a human being. Because, I mean, to shit, texting, good Lord, when texting came around. Now, granted, I text all the time. It's what I do. I get it. Now, am I a serial texter like the majority of, you know, the younger people? Hell no. The whole, like, having conversations literally with only emojis, like, the, <laughs> I think I saw a meme. It was like, great, now we reverted back to the caveman days. Because that's how they used to communicate was drawings on stone walls. Like, that's how they communicated. So we've, we've reverted back to that, you know, and shortening of word. I mean, anyways, I, I can go on a whole rant, which I think I guess I technically kind of just did. But, you know, I just I, I feel like that, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, it, it's very important to understand that, yes, it's convenient to do a lot of things online. But good Lord, get out there and actually socialize. Even if you're not talking to people, just get around people. Because I feel like that we need that as a society. Because the more that we stick in our homes, like the worse it's going to be. It, I mean, that's just God's honest truth. I just, I, I, I can't see a future where everything is done electronically. We're like, you know what? You literally don't have to leave your house to go do anything to where that's a good thing. I don't, I mean, I don't see it that way. And you would think, and here's the thing, the pandemic has made it worse. Now, people like there are so many people that are fed up of being in their homes. They want to go out and do things. They do. People want to go out and do things. I'm one of those people. I'm a social person. Now, do I go out every single night? Okay, let me rephrase this. In my 20s and when I was younger, yes, I went out as much as I could and I did whatever I could when I could. As I got older, basically married with kids, hell no, my ass is home because one, I'm tired. One, I don't have the money because kids are expensive as shit. And I just don't have the time. So, but when I go out, I like to go out. So when the pandemic hit, like I said, not that we went out very often. So our lifestyle didn't change all that much, but in a way it did enough where I'm just like, good Lord. Like we don't have the kids for the weekend. One of the grandparents have offered to watch the girls. What are we going to go do? Well, we can't go do anything. There's nothing to do. Everything's closed down. Everything's virtual now and this and that. And it sucks. For people like me. But then you have people that are just loving this. They're like, oh yeah, like I don't have to leave my house ever. I can work from home. I can have my groceries delivered. I can do this and this and this. And I just I, I just I feel like that is the worst thing that could happen. And that's where we that's where we are. Not that we're getting there. Guys, we're there. We are there. And <laughs> I just I don't I don't understand it. And I hate it. So I decided that, you know, I was, it, was, it was a curiosity thing for me. I wanted to see if my friends on social media agreed with a lot of these things. And I was a little surprised by these results. But so, because like I said, I heard the whole streaming from home concert thing. And I thought, okay, like, are, are we just losing, I mean, we just completely lost the sight of human inter- interaction. So I was like, all right, so I post I posted a couple polls of like what do people prefer? Because 
obviously not everything can be done online. Like, of course, if you're not driving anywhere, it's not like you have to go get gas, but hey, you got to go drive to get gas, right? I mean, so obviously you can't do everything virtually, but there are some things you can do. So I was like, okay, let's look at some of these big things that people like to do online versus in person, right? And let's see where at least my core group of friends sway to. So you have shopping, dating, grocery shopping, concerts, movies, and happy hours and like social gatherings, you know, hanging out, whatever it is. And so I was like, all right, let's see what my friends have to say. So I put a poll up and on Facebook and on my Instagram page. And the first one I put, I was like, okay, online shopping. What do you prefer? Do you do it in person or do you prefer it online? This one actually surprised me because 71% of the people that I am friends with or know said they would like to do it in person. They prefer shopping in person. 29% said they do it online. Okay. Uh, to me, 70-30, okay. That I, I figured that might have been the other way around. I figured it'd be 70-30 more toward online than in person. So for me, I, I don't shop for anything online because growing up, when I had to wear pants, like I knew my waistline, but my leg length was never a common one because I believe I was a, a, a 30, I think I was a 31 growing up, you know, like in high school. So like I had a, oh, I can't remember what my waist was. It was, I mean, I was 150 pounds. So whatever that, whatever waistline that would be. Uh, so what, like a, like a 40 or 35, whatever it was, I don't know, but all I know is the length of my pants had to be either I had to get either a 30 or a 32 because 30 was too short and then a 32 was too long depending on the brand though. So sometimes I can get away with buying a 30 length and it fit perfectly fine. No high water effect, right? And then 32 same thing like it didn't drag to it didn't drag underneath my shoes like it was the perfect fit depending on the brand. Never would figure that out if I had to do it online. Oh, but Ryan, you can just return it online. They'll return it for free and shipping. But you're, you're, you, but you see the point is like I just the amount of time I just wasted ordering it online, waiting for it to get here, and oh, but Amazon next day. Okay, fine, Amazon next day. Guess what? They don't fit. Now I got to put it back in the package. Now I got to take it somewhere else. Now I got to return it. Now I got to reorder it. Now they got to get it back to me. So let's just say I did this on a Monday, ordered it on Monday. It showed up on Tuesday. Well, guess what? Tuesday didn't work out. So then I re go to Tuesday. I return it. Guess what? Wednesday, the order's placed again. It's there the next day, Thursday. That's four days to buy a damn pair of pants. Four days. Four days. When all I had to do was go to the damn store, and it would have took me 40 minutes. <laughs> four days versus 40 minutes of wasting my time for pants. Granted, I'm an old man now. Soon to be. I'll be, oh my God, I'm going to be 40 soon. It's coming up. So anyway, 70, 30. I was a little surprised by that one. So now we get to the online dating. And I, I put the question out there because I have a lot of my friends who are married. So I was like, okay, but let's say you were single, all right? Or you're looking to date or my friends that are single. Do you prefer dating? You know, like trying to find your significant other. Do you prefer doing it online or in person? And so, again, a little surprised that it was this lopsided. I figured it would be closer to even. But 81% said they prefer to do it in person. They prefer to try to find somebody in person. 
Now, I got some good information back. Now, one of my friends, Miss Ginny Victor, says, here, and here's a message she sent me. She goes, I feel like this needs a qualifier or something. Like, if someone is looking for something serious, long-term relationships material, it may be easier to vet certain things online after chatting a bit. If it's just casual dating, hookups, etc., in person allows you to feel if the chemistry is good right away, I guess. And then, of course, she made the joke is maybe I'm neurotic. No, you're not neurotic, Jenny, because I see that's a good point. That, that Those are good points. They, they are. I feel like you could go either way with online dating, right? For me, I'm so here's the thing. Before I met my wife, I tried online dating. I did. I signed up for match. I paid for three months worth of match thinking, all right, you know what? I... I, I, I've, I've, I've been around the world and nah, 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 whatever. Right. And so I thought, all right, you know what? I'll try the online dating thing. It's, it's a lot more acceptable than I guess what it was a long time ago. And so I figured, all right, I'll try the online dating thing. And I tried it for three months and let's just say it failed miserably. It did not, I mean, it, it did not go well. Now here's the thing, guys, online dating the stories that I hear, this is what I hear. Oh, this guy sent me a message. Hey, sexy thing. Want to hook up? Hey, you want to bang? Damn, you're hot. Man, you want to beep? You know, I'm, I'm, I won't say it that way, <laughs> which I mean, I could. It's my podcast. I can say whatever I want. But guys are not like, you know what I mean? Like they, the way they act and everything else. And so in my brain, I was like, okay, well, first of all, that's not me to begin with. So I was like, okay. I'm actually going to read their profile, see if there's something there that I'm like, oh, that interests me, and see if there's a physical physical attraction there. And so, and it's not like I messaged everybody, but I sent quite a few out and nothing, nothing, nothing at all, which told me one thing, that apparently I was too ugly for them <laughs> in their mind. And, and here's the thing. I don't think I'm an ugly person. I don't think I'm the hottest thing on this planet. My wife will disagree with that statement. I know she thinks I am. And I love her for that. And I'm, that's why I love her to death. But it, it was it's just one of those things where it's, it's, it's such a, like, I'm sorry. If you met your significant other online, good for you. You're, you're, you're one of the few. But I, I guess I can't say one of the few. It seems like everybody does it online now. But for me, it just seems like online dating was such a shallow thing because you're, you're going based on ba- based on a picture and words on a screen. That doesn't, that's not going to tell you who a person is. You can't look at their body language, how they're acting, how they're sitting, how they're looking at you. Are they fiddling a lot? Are they looking you in the eye for the ladies? Are they staring at your chest? You know what I mean? Like it's, you, you, you cannot get that type of information from online dating and just chatting through there. You can't. You can't get the information that you want. So now you could probably waste your time for a long time for somebody that you've never even met. Because, you know, you, you don't want to try, try to find somebody in person. Now I get it. I get it. I have friends that are going to be like, but Ryan, where am I supposed to go to meet somebody in person? Blah, blah. Like, I don't know. I've been married for five years. I've been together with her for longer than that. So how the hell? I don't know. Shit. I have no clue. I mean, that's, I mean, we've been seeing each other for eight years, so I, I don't know, but I didn't think of it that way. I thought of it like, okay, you know what? I'm out and about and Hey, maybe I meet somebody. Cause there were times before I met my wife, just hanging out with friends. And guess what? They had a friend there and she was attractive and I would talk to her and 
we'd have a like, hey, looks like there's a little bit of a connection there. Okay, like we seem to dig each other. Let's talk it out. Let's text. Hey, would you? Hey, can I call you sometime? Or hey, can we go get dinner? Or hey, can we meet up for a drink? Whatever it is. I didn't go out looking for it, and I, I tell people this all the time. When you stop looking for shit, that's when you find it. Anyways, so now we move on to online shopping. Or sorry, grocery shopping. Grocery shopping. Another one. So 73% said they'd rather do grocery shopping in person. I'm that person too. I'm all about in person. Now, here's the thing though. But doing online or a click list does help a lot of people. Like for those that have kids and are busy and they don't, it's just easier for them to not get out. Because I've seen it where people bring their kids into the store trying to grocery shop and it's chaotic because kids are kids. Go check out one of the original episodes of the Gentile Life podcast. At the beginning of 2020, I think it was like my second episode, actually. Kids are great, but they're assholes. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, it, that's what it is, though. It's it's hard, you know. And uh, even when we take our two girls in, it's it's a lot of wrangling in, you know, especially when they can move and they can talk and they can just complain about every little thing. So I get why ClickList is very, you know, the, to me, that doesn't bother me, like a ClickList or a delivery you know, from AGB or something like that, you know, that, that doesn't bother me because that makes sense to me. That's one of those things where it's like, okay, the way life can go sometimes if you have a big family or just a family in general or kids, or you're busy because you work so much that it's just easier for you to pick it up on your way home from work or whatever it is to me, that makes sense. So I, that doesn't upset me as much as compared to, you know, shopping online and online dating, I guess. (laughs) So that one I understand. Now here we go. Concerts is this this little this kind of surprised me. So eighty eight percent said in person for concerts because there's nothing like going to a concert live. I've been to I've been to numerous concerts live. It's the best because you're with a group of people. You're all singing the same song. You're all jamming out. The band is going crazy, and then depending on the band, they have fire flying from the stage or laser beams going everywhere. It's an experience. You can't get that at home. You can't. I don't care what surround sound you have. I don't care how big your TV is. Your TV could take up the whole damn wall. It is not the same thing. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not. So I had 10 friends that said they would do the live stream of concerts, which, hey, you know what? Again, maybe it's because they're busy or they can't afford it or it's cheaper for them because you're paying for one price to watch it at home versus buying five tickets. I get it. I get it. But I don't care. <laughs> it's just, I can't, that's going to be one of those things I will never come to terms with. It's not that I can't wrap my head around it because I understand, but I'm never going to sit there and concede to, yeah, you know what? I'll watch this concert online. No, I'm not going to do it. Like I hear on the radio all the time, it's like, all right, we're going to give you the link in the code to stream Metallica live for their concert on blah, blah, blah in my brain. And here's the thing, guys, I love Metallica. It's one of my top bands. Love me some Metallica. But I'm not, if I'm going to watch Metallica, it's going to be live and in person. I'm not going to do it from my home. I know it's more expensive. I understand that. I understand that, but I don't care. Because some things are worth paying for. People are all about, I need to save money. I need to save this. But yet people waste all this money on streaming services, like eight of them, when they probably only watch one show. But they're okay wasting money monthly on that. 
when you're paying a one-time payment to go see a concert. Just saying. Anyways, concerts in person for this guy. Now we're talking about movies. Now, that's the other thing that's come around. Now, because of the pandemic, it's been a lot harder for movie theaters to really... Ah, you know, just have people come to the movie theaters, you know, people are scared and that I understand, but let's say everything went back to normal, right? And now you have these streaming services that are like, you can watch this movie in the theater or HBO max, or you can be assholes like Disney plus. I love Disney plus, but they're assholes like, Oh, okay. We're going to have this new movie come out, but it's premier access. So you got to pay an additional $35 to watch this movie. But wait a minute, I'm already paying you money for your streaming services. So now I got to pay even more money just to watch this damn movie. I get it again. It comes down to money. They got to make their money for these big ass movies like black widows coming out in, uh, this summer that, you know, it was supposed to come out may of last year. They kept pushing it back, kept pushing it back, obviously because of everything. And so now it comes out this uh, July. And I'm going to the theater to watch it because if theaters are starting to open back up, I'm going to a theater to watch this. I'm not watching it from home. This didn't surprise me. 65% said they would rather watch movies at home, have them stream it from home, than go to the movie theater. Another thing that I, I understand, it's not that I can't wrap my head around it because like, if I'm going to watch like a drama or like a thriller or something like that, then, okay, yeah, you can, I mean, watching that from home, not a big deal. But here's the thing. Again, this goes back to my concert thing. You could have the biggest TV that you want. You can have all the surround sound that you want. But there is nothing better than watching a movie in a movie theater when it is an action movie, a horror movie, or a comedy. There's nothing better. Because, I mean, actions just speak for itself. You got the explosions. You got the surround sound. It's like it feels like you're there. It's a big old screen. It's elevated to where, like, you're pretty much eye level and it's this huge screen. I mean, it's a different experience. You're not going to get that at home. You're not. I don't care. You're not going to get it at home. Now, comedy. People are like, wait, comedy, Ryan? Like, come on, really? Yes. I went to go see Wedding Crashers in the theater. I want to say it was me and my... I think it was Toon. I think my best friend Ryan Toon came with me. And I remember that we went into the theater. We got there a little late, so we were kind of separated. We had to sit two different chairs. But I remember being at theater. And so when you saw the preview for Wedding Crashers, like you knew it was going to be funny. But all the previews they showed you were practically from the beginning of the movie. You didn't really see anything for the rest of the movie because you knew the premise of it. They're crashing weddings. It's Vince Vaughn. It's Owen Wilson. Just the previews alone made it look funny. That movie was hilarious. Like, very few times I've gone to see a movie in theaters that's a comedy, and the entire time I'm laughing my ass off. Like, out loud, laughing, hysterically, crying, laughing so hard. That I was crying so hard that when I watched it again, I think whether I went to the movie theater or maybe I watched it on DVD when it came out, whatever it was. But when I watched it for the second time, I missed so much because I was laughing so hard. And it wasn't just me. The entire like when you have an entire theater cracking up laughing at a movie, there's nothing better because you're in it together. It's just like you're all laughing. You're all crying. And then you're leaving the theater and you're like, that was such a funny scene. That was great. All this was I mean, you're just that that's you don't get that at home. And then same thing with a horror movie. I mean, when you get the shit scared out of you, like when you're in a movie theater, like 
Everybody jumps at the same time. Like, oh, snap. Run, run. Oh, shit. I mean, come on. Everybody freaks out. And then you're leaving the theater and you're just like, oh, my God. Like, your heart is racing. Because the way the theater's set up, it's dark and everything. There's no distractions. Well, I mean, you have your phone on you. But people, for the most part, I would assume, keep their phones away. Not everybody. I mean, the younger crowd probably doesn't. But but you see what I'm saying? But when you're at home, like you can pause it. Oh, my phone rang. Let me check my text. There's too many interruptions at home, guys. Too many interruptions at home. So for me, it is all about being in the movie theater for the movies. Like watching it at home is fine. I, I get the I get the appeal of it and why it's so much better from a convenient standpoint. But overall, it's not better. Going to a movie theater is better. All right, so the last thing that I pulled my friends on, and this one, I am so happy how this one turned out. Because if one of my friends would have voted one of the other ways, I think I would have called them up and said, what the hell is wrong with you? So I brought up happy hours, right? So everybody, when the pandemic started, like I, we did this. I had a group of friends that we did this all the time. Old school mattress firm folks. We did Zoom happy hours. We got on a Zoom and we would drink at home and talk and chat and just do whatever. And it was fun. It was great. It was nice to catch up. Not the same. Because one, you got people talking over each other. You got things that are happening. You're at home. You're distracted. I mean, again, it's the same thing. So when I put this poll up, 100% of the people on my social media, my friends, people I'm associated with or know, said 100% they'd rather do a happy hour in person. Thank God. Because if one person would have said, I prefer the Zoom hanging out over Zoom, I think I would have to unfriend them or stay friends with them, but every day just give them shit. <laughs> so, but luckily nobody did because I'm sorry. That's why it's called happy hour. It's a social hour. It's social because it's not social media. It's social. You're social with people that you are in person with. Now, I feel like we're slowly getting back to the way things used to be. And that's great. And I love it. You know, I just hope, my hope is that we don't end up, you know, just living for convenience. Because, yeah, convenience is great. Like, I'm guilty of it. I, I've done it too. Not all of those things. I mean, I don't shop online. I don't do any of that stuff. But, yeah, look, the bottom line is, it's okay for convenience to be there, but when you are doing everything be, like because it's convenient all the time, guess what? Then are you even really a human being anymore? Are you? Or, or now are you a robot? A mindless drone that's like, let me just get on my phone real quick, do this, bam, bam, bam. I never have to leave my house. I, I just, it... <laughs> It just, it bothers me. It just bothers me that we might, that, well, not that we might, but it's it's coming, you know, where it's, it's going to be to the point where, you know, people are going to be more inside than outside and so many thing, things are changing, guys, and it's going to change for the, for the worst. Just my opinion on it, but it's going to change for the worst. I'm not saying it's going to be bad for everybody because for a lot of people, it's going to be very good, but as a whole... Not good, you know, because human interaction is very important. And you don't really, I don't think you realize how much human interaction that you do 
and how important it is until you stop doing it. And then all of a sudden you get back to doing it and nobody's interacting the way they need to be. Think about movies and TV shows. There's human interaction there all the time. And if society gets to a point where we don't interact with human beings anymore, how are people going to act when they're on movie sets and TV shows and all this other stuff? I mean, it's just, I, I, I mean, again, I don't know. Okay, maybe that's a little far stretched. I don't know, but either way. But that's it. That's my rant of, you know, the world that we are starting to live in and, you know, how I am ready for things to get back to normal as best as possible and be social again and go out and do things. Like, yes, I'm still going out and doing things. It's 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 nice and it's fun, but everybody's still on pins and needles because, you know, we're not out of it yet type of thing. So is what it is. But I hope everybody enjoyed this little rant of mine. Maybe you agree, maybe you disagree. I don't know. But either way, just know that if you are one of these people that loves to do everything online and never leave your house, it's not that I think you're a bad person or that we are not friends anymore. I just think that, hey, it's okay for you to step out of your house and have some human interaction every now and again. Just keep that in mind. But all right, so that's going to do it for this episode, guys. I hope you have a good rest of your week, uh, and we'll be back next week. Uh, no clue what I'm talking about. No clue who's going to be on the show. Um, you know, the show's falling off the rails. <laughs> I'm just kind of winging it uh, and going with it. A lot of other things coming up, you know, with broadcasting, life. As usual, you know, life tends to, as Jurassic Park would say, life found a way. You know, life finds a way to get in my way, I guess I should say. But, you know, it is what it is. But I hope everybody's enjoying the rest of your week. I hope you enjoy your weekend as well. Stay safe out there, and we will catch you next time.